Last time on Dungeons and Drag Screens, our heroes were called back to the capital to sit in on a high council meeting between some of the village elders, but alas, halfway into the meeting, a terrible plot was discovered to assassinate many of the top council members. Our heroes managed to save both Virgin Mayor Brand Stephen and Wick Grossman but they were unable to stop the toilet man, Michael Flogger, from meeting his fate at the hands of Kevin O'Bomber. They managed to dispatch William Simmons, Vassal, Verno Christopher, and um, save, <laughs> save many lives in the process. Now, however, our heroes are left to deal with the consequences of the assassination attempt in the capital. All right, so now I'm, I'm gonna, now we're gonna go into this part. In the days following the attack on Teddy Garden, the city state is thrown in, into a state of panic. News of Mike Flogger's passing has reached the public, and the tiny nation has been thrown into an uproar. You receive missives from the east that William Simmons, once a loyal vassal of Teddy Garden, has subjugated his people in the territory of Connecticut into listening to fireside chats with known fascist collaborators. What's more, his shadowy cabal, the Ring of Ur, is rumored to be working with the Saxer armies, and in some cases even opened up the border to the coward of Saxer, allowing him free reign into the city-state. The wise counsel of Teddy Garden, in light of your help with thwarting the assassination attempt on the Virgin Mayor Brand Stevens, have appointed you to be the Special Inquisition and dispatched you um, to Simmons territory of Connecticut. Before you can arrive there, however, you've been dispatched to the gangrene woods to investigate rumors of a powerful seer and hope that he might join you in your quest. Not only that, You've been charged with recruiting any and all able bodies in order to help and join your inquisition for your upcoming war against William Simmons in the state of Connecticut and his ring of Ur shadowy cabal. You've been given permission and money to recruit people as you go to your cause, and you've been given the title of Arbiters of the Inquisition of Saxer in order to root out this corrupt ring of Ur and stop the Saxer menace at the borders. So basically, you guys are looking for anybody um, you might be able to like recruit to your side here. Um, there's like a, a couple of rumors. Um, one is that there's like a sort of a, a a hero of the of the people who lives in the woods who like used to be like a soldier and he like lives on his own own, but he's like a very Robin Hood figure. Like he steals from the rich and gives to the poor. But there's a lot of like kind of conflicting reports about him. Um, there's also, like, another rumors of, like, this bizarre village where everybody is quote-unquote walking here. Um, it's a house of strange men that all, uh, sort of band together and have, uh, strange customs. Um, Al Horford isn't feeling, uh, particularly well. Um, he drank a little bit too much chocolate milk. So, um, he is actually laid out with, um, a powerful chocolate milk curse, um, in the castle. So he will not be joining you, um, on this quest. But you can't lose any time. So the three of you, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Terry Rozier, um, head out, just the three of you, um, to sort of investigate um, this this wise seer who sort of uh, supposedly lives um, out in the woods. Um, so you guys make pretty good time on your way over there. And you arrive um, at this grass hut, and you sort of you, you knock on the door loudly. It's me, Marcus Smart. Uh, known Texan. Uh, I was looking for some some bar tables because my boy Beto of Texas also he, he could rabble rouse a community with his sexual prowess on top of a bar. 
Uh, do you have any of those in this establishment? So, um, sort of the, the door is, is pulled open and before you stands uh, what could only be described as a, a powerful druid. Um, you can sense the energy coming off of him. Um, you're not quite sure if he's hyper aware or if he's just on like an, an ayahuasca trip. You can't totally tell. Oh, I feel a strong connection with this druid. Who are you? Well, first and foremost, not even for a hypothetical situation, will I go on a reality television show. (laughs) (laughs) What about a soap opera? Because Terry Terry just, you know, Terry kind of wants, he he sees this guy as kind of competition. You know, he sees him as a guy that that he might want out of here soon. So you've been soaps (laughs) man, Terry. What are you like, Days of Our Lives? Is that your, is uh, that your jam? Terry doesn't know any TV shows. He's too busy uh, barbecuing. All right. <laughs> but but the, I don't well, mean Terry gets a weird are, vibe from this guy. You guys are going to need to convince this hermit to come with you if you want to like stand any chance. Of, so you got to you got to make a I like your swag, uh, druid of Kyrie. Uh, I really I'm I'm kind of hurting for some 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 psilocybin. So uh, it would be really cool if you come with us so we could convince other people to also come with us. I think you could do that good. Oh, definitely. I mean, first off, in the team context as an individual, understanding that DMT, the spiritual molecule, will help you see profound verbs of energy and to be able to showcase it within, within the context of a team environment is really what basketball is all about. So yes, I'll come with you. Oh yeah. As long as it's not in Cleveland. This is this is what we call in this is what we call in the Texas states a rodeo. That's right. Wow. I, 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 I stand was... firmly against rodeo imagery. <laughs> it seems like that that was pretty easy. It looks like you guys were able to uh, sort of recruit this uh, this druid seer to your cause. Yeah, fairly quickly. I mean, um, well, w- w- what do you guys want to do now? Do you want to like investigate any of these other rumors out in the woods, or like, do you want to like uh, look, look for other supplies? Or I don't, I don't know what you guys. How's the do. How's the team feel about the bar bar top? I mean, you want to do a vote of hands? Because that bar top is beckoning to be to be dominated. I will not be p- participating in a vote until they abolish the electoral college. <laughs> So in this moment, I'm going to abstain and leave it to the group. <laughs> okay. Well, sounds yeah, like it's yeah, the, 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 cat, the the cat in the woods. He sounds interesting. All right. So you guys are gonna you guys are gonna head after the uh, the Robin Hood figure in the woods. Is that who you're gonna try and wow, or you're gonna head okay. to the? Okay. All right. So you guys you guys sort of walk for a while and. Um, you sort of you'd heard that the way to find this guy is to sort of you know go off the beaten path multiple times, um, and you know you guys seem to have gotten yourself hopelessly lost, um, and, but you, all of a sudden you sort of hear like a, a strange sort of singing on the horizon. So it, it's coming from far away. It's a little hard um, to tell exactly where it's coming from um so you, you guys might have to you you know especially with you walking right now but i think some of you have 
sort of heard that. Jalen, you definitely heard it, but you can't quite tell where it's coming from. Well, I didn't my de- detect on cool, but um, you know, I think uh, I, I've read a lot of books. I, I think I, I think I know uh, who might be singing that. Um, so I don't know if detect on cool will work. But uh, can, can we just do a, a, another perception check? Um. Okay. Let me see. Um, okay. So the the seer, um, he's able to sort of uh, make it out a, a little bit more. It seems to be. Uh, Coming from the north um, and a, a, a little bit up, uh, it, and you can now you can hear it like a little bit clearer now that you guys have all stopped. Psycho killer, Kaskase, fa 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 fa. Yeah, let's 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 go towards it. Let's go towards it. Okay. Terry's uh, you know, Terry, Terry has the uh, Terry's the leader of this team, so you know. Okay. So um, <laughs> as <laughs> um, as you like uh. As you round the corner, um, you can kind of see there's like this old house in the woods. You can see on a stump far away, there's like a massive man. I mean, he is absolutely huge. He's got to be at least seven feet tall. Um, he's got um, gray hair that's sort of like wispy, and he's sort of balding on the top of his head. He seems to be a man of advanced age, but he's also enormous. And you can see him sort of giving the thumbs up to uh, you know a couple of trees um, in between, like his singing, which you can hear a little bit more clearly, um, and you can it, you, now now you can hear it. He, he's sort of singing. He's still singing under his breath, but he's a very powerful lung, so you can hear it very well. And it doesn't seem like he's noticed you yet. But was, oh, run, 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 run away, psycho killer, Kaskase, fa 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 fa. All right, I'm gonna use detect uncool. <laughs> Change your mind on that. Um, okay. Um, seems to be successful, but you detect that this this man is impossibly cool. Like uh, it's like negative. Normally, it doesn't matter. Like you only detect uncool things, but there's such an absence of uncool vibes in this man that it actually creates sort of a negative energy, and you're able to tell just exactly how cool he is. Can we get someone with charm to talk to him? Uh, with a high level of eroticism, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure who has the we're highest level of eroticism. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. just have pure rage. This is, not, yeah, think, this is not an erotic group. Who is it? I got. I'm 12. I don't, I don't know how. Barry has 15. Is that? Yeah, that's good. That that's a high level of eroticism. Um, t- so t- Terry, Terry's gonna go talk to this man. Yep. Yeah, Terry. Terry okay, I think that's good. Right. Did, did, did you, you know, have your weapon drawn or anything? Are, are you going to menace him um, at all, or are you going to play it play it cool? No, Terry's, Terry's going to play it cool. Oh, okay. Play cool. No weapon. So, uh, Terry, you sort of make your way out of the woods into the clearing, and um, you sort of uh, you know advance on the man. You make sure you're seen so as you don't startle him, because he does seem to be, even though he's huge, he seems to be pretty old. Like old. Um, oh, hey, who are you? I'm uh, I'm Terry Rozier. Who are you? Oh, uh, my name is Larry Sanders. Uh, I was once uh, conscripted by the Milwaukee uh, Bucks. Uh, I was I was one of the greatest warriors in the land. Uh, I killed a lot of people, but uh, you might better know me by my full name, Sir Larry David Bernie Sanders. This is my 
which is my uh, entirely full name. Uh, I was known throughout the land for my work as a mercenary. Uh, however, in my advanced age, all of the killing seemed pointless. I was inflicting pain on others for no reason other than people told me to do it. I saw the upside to the horrible things I did. This one time, they made us put the whole village to the torch. And while I was doing it, this old woman, she seemed to be a village elder. She told me these words, which I believe may have been a curse. Watch out for what you might be after. Boom, baby, strange, but not to a stranger. You're an ordinary guy burning down the house. <laughs> after that, I had to cur I had my enthusiasm curbed from the war, so I stopped doing it. <laughs> now I devote my life to fighting against the injustice of the one percenters. I am an herbalist, and I help peasants attain access to that premium lounge, which has been withheld from them by their sick Wait. overlords. There, do you do you have like the gas? Like, I've got that my, premium. My vape's empty. These are not mids, but <laughs> these. These are the, this is the premium lounge that will send you, my friend. Elizabeth well, my name is not on this stuff all over. She's been mids only for everyone. So the, the fact that the, you the got mids, this, I think this is, is a good guy. It is a crime that the peasants of this land have been relegated to smoking mids. We must get the premium loud, the excelsior kush. We must have it for everyone. And this is what we will give back to the people. Well, my name is not Sir... Larry David Bernie Sanders. Dude, uh, this guy blocks shots and smokes the premium loud. I don't know what else we need on this, yeah, this we, voyage. We, we, we gotta take him along, I think. What, what do you think, Jalen? You, you thinking... Yeah, can we try to convince him to come with us? Can we, uh, can we use persuasion? Uh, there yes. is no... Well, there is no shame in taking a break when you need one. And you may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful starting job for the Milwaukee Bucks. And you may tell yourself... This is not my beautiful career, but I am living walking proof that if you can make your life whatever you want to, letting the days go by, letting the mids hit you hard. So, is that a yes, Bernie? Or we, we gotta, we need a. Well, you you also must understand that I am not allowed to have a dog anymore. I can only have cats. Please do not ask for details on that. But I assure you that legally, I'm only allowed to have cats. Seems like he's not really understanding what you're saying. He's, he's very old. He might he might not need. You might need to be in plain speak in plainer terms to him. I don't know. See, Terry only has plus two for persuasion. So does anyone else have like a like a higher thing he can use? We can kind of. Dude, I only have weapons and things I could kill people with. So I don't want to Van Helsing this situation, but uh. <laughs> we could uh, we could weaken that Bernie to. I think Kyrie might be able to relate. I'm gonna use awakened strangers third eye. One, Bernie Sanders, he or Larry Sanders, Larry uh David Bernie Sanders, he needs to understand that Tad Divine is related to the great Satanist Alistair Crowley, <laughs> who actually also fathered Barbara Bush. <laughs> okay, so um, th th this is a critical success um, for Kyrie, who um, <laughs> has very successfully charmed Larry David Bernie Sanders and is talking is in his language. You you understand that Barbara Bush is she was the one who actually passed me that skunk weed when we were in <laughs> high school. She is the one who is withholding the premium Kush and only breaks it out for special dick sucking parties that she holds. <laughs> 
<laughs> so so Bernie seems fired up. Like I, he he gets he gets like your guys' quest now. He's connected um, on a higher spiritual plane. Um, Larry Sanders has um, with with, uh, with Kyrie, um, but but something seems to cross his mind. Uh, gentlemen, I would love to come with you, but I had already had something planned for later this afternoon um, that I must attend to. A horrible overlord from another land is going to be passing through here shortly. He holds a vast amount of wealth that can better serve the people of these towns. Uh, his name is Sir Cuban. Uh, he's a terrible man um, who is, has made ungodly amounts of money in just the most nefarious and dog shit bullshit um, of all time. And uh, he really just insanely sucks. So, um, I, you know, I would love to go with you guys, but I've got to, you know, do this uh, wagon robbery here in like an hour where, you know, i got to fight off a bunch of armed guards and get away with it. I'm actually probably not going to succeed. I was kind of planning on dying in the attempt. But, uh, you know, if you boys want to come along with me, maybe, uh, you know, we could hold up this thing and then I would I would be happy to come with you if you would uh, help Bernie, me. Uh, my only question is, are casualties allowed? Oh, absolutely. The right, blood well, of the the blood of the one percent will run in the streets. This this will not be a peaceful revolution. Juche, so <laughs> Juche shall rule again. We are all Stalinists. I, I just got the David Bird thing. You know, having shown up to this not knowing a thing about leadership, I'm going to make the major decision to use. A rustic hospitality and you know solidify the team as really just an amalgam of uh, of synergy and what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna give larry sanders a bindle full of egg salad sandwiches never refrigerated egg salad straight from straight from the <laughs> you successfully had larry David sanders the egg salad sandwiches um and it boosts his morale. He actually looks like uh, he actually gains one d six of health. Um, so four, four health for Bernie Sanders. He looks more awake now and less uh, scatterbrained too. So he's actually gained two intelligence because he was just very hungry. He forgot to eat. Galaxy brain, Bernie. He was just given a plus two expensive coat. <laughs> <laughs> can we do um, can we do a history check on this? Uh... Cuban figure. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh, Jalen, you pass. You're you're smart. You know about this stuff. So uh, the, the, this uh, Lord Cuban sort of he rules over a horrible place called um, Dallas. It's like literally <laughs> Dallas. It's literally it's literally like the gates of hell. Like um, there's like a, a portal, a dark portal in the center of it um, that goes directly into hell. And he has sort of, he was like a very minor lord, but through um, the sheer dumbassery of what was called the uh, dot-com boom, um, he made a lot of money. Um, the dot-com boom was when everyone, um, for a brief moment, everyone agreed to buy literal am giant amounts of shit. And Cuban happened to be a guy who had saved all his shit in jars for um, 19 years. So he was able to cash out right at the apex and sell his totally, quite literally useless shit um, to become a, like a minor vasseldom. And ever since then, he sort of uh, ran this program called Shark Tank, where he'll go around, um, you know, stealing children from villages and literally throwing them into a shark tank um, and selling tickets to the show. 
You know, the young guys on this team might not have the same experience that I do, but I saw his show on CNBC, and, uh, and, and this dude, this dude can suck my dick. I agree. This is why I'm always watching the finance channels, even though it is the demons of capitalism. I can see them on the edge of the thing. Of course, I was off that good, good, so uh, I may have been seeing some of the things incorrectly, but uh, that is what my wife tells me. I also want to be clear that the, the weed smoking aspect of this character does not come from Larry Sanders. It comes from Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I want to make that clear. Great uh, state of Burnmont, right? Yeah. Understanding um, understanding that cannabis has many healing properties to it for older gentlemen exactly. and individuals. Bernie, Bernie this gets, is uh, yeah. inflammation and... Um, so he, all of a sudden, um, you, you know, without really like telling you guys anything, um, uh, Larry David Bernie Sanders um, sort of wanders off into the uh, woods, um, kind of dragging this big sword um, behind him. And to, I, he didn't like say anything to you guys. This just sort of seems to be how he operates. But it looks like he's just going to go for wherever this is. <clears throat> he sort of uh, lays himself out like at the side of the... Uh, uh, at the side of the um, the road, and he's sort of uh, prostrating himself behind a rock that is in no way large enough to uh, cover him. Um, and he he's also sort of uh, he's keeping off of uh, one enormous uh, vape pen um, that is just like one you would get today. It is literally a brand name, Jewel. Um, you have no idea where he got that from, but he he is vaping. And laying behind the, uh, the the rock here, so it seems to be where he sort of picked uh, the place for the ambush. All right, so can, is the is the wagon here yet, or are we still? No, still no, no, no. It's like it's like a stretch of road, sort of what you can see. This giant tree on the other side with a big branch, sort of uh, overlooking, uh, like sort of hanging over the road. Um, next oh, okay. to Bernie, there's a big rock um, on the other side of the road, um, but the, this seems to be like the wagon. He's marked the wagon with um, Cuban and all of his ill-gotten gains or is going to be, like, coming through there. But it doesn't seem like uh, anyone's here yet. It looks like you guys might have some time to, you know, prepare an ambush and get into position if you need to. Well, the big rock sounds good. Understanding We're... that big rocks emit amber energies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so can we have yeah, I'm, gonna give, I'm gonna give Riff's man a point of inspiration for understanding what his character would do in this situation <laughs> so I'll have advantage on his next roll well we can have Smurf perhaps uh, use the big rock as a weapon um, being that he, he is the strongest one of us um, oh Ter Terry's got some stealth stuff too right Terry can be yes. uh... how about from that branch yeah, 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 I mean, if you want to try and climb the, uh, how's your athletics? You, you, I think it's pretty good, right? Uh, plus one athletic skill. Okay, it's a pretty easy uh, tree to climb, though. Yeah, nineteen. You easily scale the tree. Actually, you get, you're able to climb the tree and get out on the branch to the exact perfect position, um, where you're kind of hidden by the leaves, and also will right. be able to look directly down onto the uh, carriage. So you'll actually have a, a attack bonus. No, I was thinking if we t if we take their attention away from I do have just cool manipulation um, so that we can maximize the Terry's attack angle. Yeah, I can use my cool manipulation to, to draw them to you know right 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 under that branch. Um, well, I think they're gonna if they follow the road, they'll go right under there anyway. 
Um, but there is a pretty strong chance they'll see uh, Larry David, Bernie Sanders, if he <laughs> stays where All he right. is. <laughs> Can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to move the big rock in front of Bernie Sanders to protect him because I really like the guy and I would like yeah. him to continue to puff Which, on the what, loud. Can so. we put a, a red flag right where uh, right where Bernie Sanders is laying so Cuban will ignore that presumably? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have any red flags. Do I get inspiration for that? Yeah, you, I think you need to be able to tell. Um, well, you need to you need to tell Cuban that it's just he's being extorted and to ignore it um, for whatever whatever the whatever he's being extorted for. Um, what's your what's your uh, your thick uh, your your combat muscles? Um, seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, maximum list five ten. So I think this rock is like yeah. Bitch food no, right you now. got it. Um, you needed a couple tries, but you managed to roll the rock um, a, a little bit down um, in such a way that um, it, you know it, it kind of protects uh, uh, Larry David Bernie Sanders from passersby view. Um, he seems to not really notice. It seems like he's got premium, whatever he's got, it's premium. So he, he's just sort of uh, you know checking out the clouds and the stuff. Banana Kush, dude. Yeah, he's um, he's sort of thinking about it's some tropical adventure. But um, you in the do, hills uh, of the Appalachian Trail, you also do um, hear. Uh, but the, it did leave sort of a big, uh, like patch of dirt where you moved the rock. So I don't know if somebody, if if, if anyone wants to cover that up or uh, or do anything about about the the grass. Deception skill. Uh, George Bush moved that rock. <laughs> Bush did rock, but Bush started the rock war. <laughs> we've been mo- we've been moving this rock for twenty seven years, and the mainstream media won't tell you about it. There's no They'll act w- like it's not even there, but we moved it. There are no WMDs in the rock. <laughs> um, um, what's uh? What what's your third eye, Kyrie? It's I think it's like plus something. Uh, it's there's like one number. There's a second one. This is plus something. Plus two nature skill. Uh, okay, plus two nature skill. Oh, I think you actually even have a cantrip for nature stuff. So actually, you can just grow it right back. I I just grew it right back, just like the team chemistry after every single <laughs> loss when we go on a plane. Yes, dude. <laughs> dude, we got nature on our side. We got he's producing micro fungi from the earth. Dude, this is sick. Can we have Terry dig us a, a giant hole? You would, but you're you sort of hear um you, no no nobody was keeping lookout. Um, but Jalen, your your passive perception was good enough that you sort of hear the the like trundling and like horse footsteps of uh, of something in the distance. It seems like the cart might be coming. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'll try climbing up that second tree. Okay. Tree boys. All right, Jalen, you successfully climbed the tree, um, and you, you're not quite as good as Terry, so you're like you don't get to make it out on the branch where you could like effortlessly drop down, but you are like up in the tree and hidden pretty well. I'm gonna hide in the bushes using my stealth. Okay. All right. All right. Perfect. So you successfully like hide in the bushes and sort of um, uh, you 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 um, you've hid yourself pretty well. Um, so you can see, uh, from where you guys are appearing from, you can kind of see a, like, uh, you see, like, a, what seems to be, like, a pretty luxurious carriage, um, and there seems to be four, um, guardsmen, 
sort of uh, like on horses, all on each corner of the the, the carriage. Um, also, there's a there's a driver of the carriage, and there seems to be sort of an archer who's like crouched on top of the uh, cart. So it looks like six men altogether, plus anyone who like might be in the carriage, and they're sort of uh, trundling their way down the path. Um, towards you guys. You can see um, Cuban's, uh, you know, sort of sort of his uh, m- m- motto. You can see his motto sort of emblazoned on the side of the uh, of the carriage. You know, uh, uh, see no evil, hear no evil. Uh, so he's, uh, <laughs> you're sure that it is his cart. I'd like to use Detect Uncool. Um, okay. Uh, you successfully detect a very uncool person um, in the in the cart. Uh, Do I know his magic? Very. School? very uh, there, there, it doesn't seem to be ma- uh, his magic school seems to be uh, abjuration. I would say. I would like to fight over screen the screen of the rock and fucking nail this cart. Okay. My strength. So you're gonna you're gonna climb over the rock to. Get- <laughs> to, to get like jump, leap from screen. a leap from a higher vantage point. The screen, the screen is Steven Adams, which is the rock. Okay. And I'm going through it with my. Do mic. you guys? Do you guys want to ready your actions so when Marcus comes out, you guys you're kind of all hitting them at once? Well, um, I think I think uh, so we have like this team kind of attack plan now, but I think Kerry wants to kind of just you know like do it himself, like just okay. out, out. <laughs> like just jump out of the tree and just like take control and just go straight for Mark Cuban. Right. Well, Terry, you're going to be the closest. You're going to be the first one within attack distance. Um, so what, what do you want to do? From where you are on your branch, you could jump to, you could like aim to land on the driver, or on the archer, or on any of the horses, like the guys on horses. So that would so be a harder, you? that would be a harder shot though, to hit the guys on the horses, because that's a smaller target. Can I just use my, uh, my, my short bow to kill? You said I could hit the driver? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, I use my, uh, can I use my short bow? I'm just gonna just gonna go right for that driver. Gotcha. What's uh, what's your attack? Uh, plus five to hit. Oh, one d six plus three. Okay, so Terry, you draw back your bow and you shoot it at the driver, um, and, and you you shoot wide just a little bit out to the right of his head, and oh, the arrow man. sort of thuds into his uh, into the chair, uh, right next to him. Uh, you hear. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, you guys sort of hear Bernie Sanders' is like, or uh, Larry Larry David Bernie Sanders' massive armor sort of uh, 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 roar to life, and he, he he sort of comes around the rock, charging at the uh, at the at the gate um, at the at the carriage, just sort of like uh, just hollering. Let's uh, okay. So Marcus, you, what, what, what's your plan? Because you're going first. I'm gonna javelin. Javelin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Marcus, what's your what was your javelin plus two? Uh, plus five to hit. Plus five to hit. Okay, who are you aiming for? Hit that driver. Yeah, we're going to the bitch ass driver. Okay. It's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a tough shot, so you're gonna get minus two, so it's only gonna be plus three to hit here. Okay, no, but you successfully hit him. How much damage do you do? How much you damage 1D6 on your... 1d6 plus 3. Normal <laughs> range 3 right. So, Marcus, you lean back and just throw the javelin as hard as you can. And you just... You hit, you hit him in the neck so hard it decapitates him. <laughs> um, and, and he sort of, like, uh, slumps over um, 
as it sort of like falls out, out of the cart. Um, you kind of the horses can feel the reins go slack, and they sort of slow up a little bit. Um, Jalen, you're you're actually going to be going next. Uh, can I use a fog cloud centered on the uh, on the cart? All right. So you cast up. So Jalen, you sort of cast a fog cloud. Um, and it sort of uh, makes everything sort of opaque for everybody. Everybody's at range besides uh, the, the charging Bernie Sanders, so it's going to be kind of hard for you guys to see what's going on in the this fog cloud, but at the same token, they're not going to be able to see you guys very well either. Okay, so what are they going to do? Uh, so they're a little bit confused. Um, you see two of the horsemen sort of ride out of the front. So you kind of see those guys uh, emerge from the fog, but they weren't really sure... Who they were looking at? Seems like they kind of kind of running at where uh, Larry David Bernie Sanders was before. So they uh, they, they sort of lose their turn. Um, it's going to be Terry's turn again. There's also an archer on the roof. Don't forget. So uh, can I jump on the roof roof and kill the like? Can I stab the the archer with my with my sword? Yeah, I mean you can try and jump on the archer um, with like your sword under you. you do like a yeah, Zelda slash. Okay. Oh, yeah, let's, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that, yeah. Okay. Um, so you're actually, it's going to be 2d8 because of bonus damage, and you do hit him. So, Terry, you <laughs> leap off. You're sort of estimating it. Um, oh, shit. Because <laughs> um, you have, like, a rapier, you have, like, sort of a narrow um, thing. You actually are able to run him through, and you sort of <laughs> stick him to the... Your sword actually goes through the top of the carriage, sort of pinning him there. Uh, but it looks like it might take more than one turn to get a three, but you, you definitely killed this man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's pretty good. Um, Kyrie, it's your turn now, um, which you can like, um, attack with your weapons. I think you have something that'll like enhance your staff and you also have like some spells that you can cast, I believe. I'm going to be using one of the most potent spells in, in the known universe to those who are conscious of it. And it's going to be the inconvenient truth. <laughs> I've got, I've got some things to tell him about the workplace environment he's fostering. <laughs> All right. So you're going to do um, an attack of psyche on Cuban himself in the um, in the um, oh, man. in the in the the carriage. This is this is an appeal to um, his senses um, and what what lies beyond them, right? Like an OA level mm. interpretive dance inside the mind of a billionaire. I'm not gonna lie, this is gonna take. Uh, Mark Cuban has no conscience, so I, I this is gonna take a very high roll. Uh, but I will give you points by the fact that he is um, obscured by fog and uh, very on edge. Um, he does he doesn't like not being seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! Um, <laughs> he rolled a twenty. <laughs> Right. Legend of um, Ephron so, Rips. So, so Kyrie, um, you are you are able to speak uh, tough truths um, to, to Mark Cuban, um, and and you can sort of um, uh, to your great surprise and the surprise of literally everyone, um, your words seem to reach Mark Cuban, um, who is in the carriage and seems to be terrified, um, and, and he seems to want to know um, how. He can be better. You can sort of hear him calling out. Uh, you, you make a lot of good points. Uh, what what should I do to, to make myself a better man? Number one, 
those shirts are ridiculous. I can see your nipples and they're disgusting. <laughs> no shirts. Two, Got it. No t- you- number two, Andran was a selfish asshole who smoked cigarettes even after finding out that it caused cancer and that she kept telling people to keep smoking cigarettes. So get rid of Andran. Number three, oh, kill you Andran. Look, you look <laughs> number number three. You look like Atlas the tech bro fucked. version of Commodus and Gladiator. Dude, you're ridiculous. You need to stop talking about sea serpents in the dot com bubble. I, I will never talk about sea serpents again. You guys can sort of hear a door swing open. It sounds like Cuban's exiting the carriage. And you also hear something that sounds like him disrobing, maybe like removing whatever shirt um, he was wearing. It seems like he's he's really taking whatever advice Kyrie is giving him um, to heart. Um, all of his uh, warriors seem pretty confused. Uh, sir, wh- what would you like us to do? Shut up. I'm having a conversation right now with my new friend. So I actually, um, he's actually ordering all of his guards to stop um, attacking. Um, it's still <laughs> technically combat smart, so um, you could attack the guards, but they've been ordered to stop. Can I, like, apprehend them without death? I don't even know. Want to try and, like, knock their far. weapons away from them or something? Yeah. Yeah, they're within range. You could try and, like, drag one of them off the horse with a grapple check if you want to do that. So they can't do go it. as far. All right, so you, so you you run over and just grab one of these guys who's very confused and just throw his ass out of the club on the ground off of the uh, the uh, thing. Um, Ky- Kyrie, it's your turn again. Um, Mark Cuban seems to be sort of like waiting for any uh, commands from you. Um, he seems to have seen the light of, of your shepherding, um, and seems to be willing to willing to change. I will use spiritual healing. <laughs> uh, on, on Mark Cuban? Yes. Okay, um, okay so Kyrie actually heals uh, Mark Cuban for one point of damage and removes all of the uh, like gaudy liqueur from his body. He seems to like be looking a little bit better. Like He looks, seems to like be a little bit more fit. Well, this is great. I, I already feel better. You know what? Being a good person, this is what I signed up for. Hey, you know what? I know you guys just came in here and killed literally my best friend in the world who was driving this cart and my archer. But for some reason, uh, that doesn't seem important to me right now. Uh, I think I'm going to move to L.A., um, really change my life, start working on a screenplay, um, doing a couple of other things. Uh, can I interest you guys in this, uh, like, sort of money, um, in the back of this, uh, in the back of this, this cart? Does that interest you guys at all? Jalen wishes to, um, yeah, expropriate Mark Cuban's property and, uh, wants to hand him, um, sex racing class by Selma James. (laughs) Okay. Um, you hand Mark Cuban the text, um, which he accepts graciously and he, he, like, just sort of summons his men and sort of walks out, um, into the, uh, into the distance, he sort of uh, bows before um, Kyrie um, before before leaving, and you can hear him sort of ask one of his uh, like one of his warmest to uh, look up the address for Ayn Rand. So um, seems like he might be planning to do something not so good to Ayn Rand. Um, but 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 they they Did do we lose leave. track of, to Bernie Sanders. I'm kind of he went into about. the fog. You don't know where he is. Um, <laughs> 
You guys want to search for uh, uh, Larry Larry David? Can we call out his name. Okay. Larry. 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 Boys, we have hotboxed this guy. <laughs> I am keeping this round in the car, and I have found all of this money, which I will now take. I will drag it myself because I am not a one percenter. Horses are our friends. They are people. They have slaved under the horrible conditions for too long. So I will not be having horses drag this cart. I will take it myself to the people in need of it. However, I want to thank you, gentlemen. I will meet up with you at the border of Connecticut and join your party at a later date. But thank you very much. I shall meet you there in one day's time. And you can kind of hear Bernie like grab the uh, the wagon and sort of he starts to like um, d- drag it off into the distance. Um, and you can go before you before long. He's he's totally gone over the like uh, the horizon. Um, you guys did that pretty fast. You might have time to investigate um, your other lead um, if you want to. Um, there was another uh, a lead of a, a, a village, uh, sort of out in the uh, in the distance. Do you guys want to go like check that out? We got the rich man. We rolled critical successes like twice in a row, so <laughs> yeah. we got luck on our side. We might that as well was, push it. Yeah, I, mean, I think we have fight. all the. Yeah, we we can create a call if we wanted to right now. So I think let's 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 go to that village. Okay. So you guys, uh, you, you guys walk for probably about four hours. It seems to be in the direction of this place. You're sort of following all of these uh, signs, and there's all sorts of, uh, uh, you know, strange, uh, lots of like green, whites, and reds um, on these signs, sort of uh, pointing into this. Uh, it's a vi- the village of, of Meatball Marinara, which is something you've never really heard of before. Um, but before long, you guys can sort of hear uh, you know, more singing in the distance, much like you did before. When the moon hits your eye and you trade the calves got accidente. Zizich, my friend, when the chalet <laughs> is gone, cause no playoffs were drawn, that's a camber. He's leaving! So you, you guys kind of, uh, you, you know, you're obviously are following the road and following these horses, and you sort of come upon like a very small village with like, four houses, but you can see three large, um, well, two very large men and one smaller man, and they're sort of, uh, one of them is playing a very strange um, instrument. Um, It's sort of like a, looks like a spring with like a piano keys on the end, and he's sort of filling it up and uh, down with air and sort of pumping it back and forth to make, make like a very strange music, but all three of them haven't noticed you guys, and they're just singing from the bottom of their hearts. Win the Spurs, win some games without their big names. That's Deontay. Feel better soon. When the ball's in the stands, cause Kyrie hit her fan. That's Jamal Murray. Um, they sort of seem to notice you guys, and uh, they sort of stop playing, um, and they, uh, they they turn around and look at you. Uh, who goes in there? It's me, Terry Rozier. <laughs> Terry Rosier, you see, come, 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 my friend. My name is Marco Bellinelli, and I've been knowing a thing or two. <laughs> where you boys are coming from, huh? Yeah. I mean, where does anybody come from? I mean, 
you can be coming you can be derived from literally one speck of dust or matter and i mean whether it was the big bang or whether it was the fact that seahorses walked out of the sea and were born to life it's really it's it's really hard to say where we're from this is true my friend it's hard for me you know i, I try and think about the, these big things and you, you bring up a seahorses my wife she tell me you know <laughs> No, Mr. Fazul, with the seahorses, it's the men that are pregnant. And I tell her, I say, Veronica, I'm never going to do that for you. I'll never be the pregnant seahorse for you. But hey, <laughs> we all know how that to go, huh, man? Anyways, uh, what do you gentlemen do out here? What can we do for you? Looking for a good uh, calzone recipe because I'm kind of hungry. We had a lot of loud today. Uh, this well, you know, I, uh, I got the sort of my ancillary kitchen there in the back. Uh, I'm working on a little something, uh, but I call it uh, my pizza the hut. It's the most Italian thing you can think of. Uh, so, uh, you know, I don't have anything for you gentlemen right now, but if you uh, hang around a little bit, uh, maybe we, uh, you know, get, get your boys something to eat. Huh? Uh, no, okay. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Well, let me, let me introduce you boys to some of the other guys here. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself uh, uh, right here? This is uh, Andrea. Hey, how you, got, how you guys doing? My name is Andrea Bagnani. Uh, we're absolutely opposed to the idea of union busters. You want to know why, me and more? My whole family, we's union busts. Card-carrying shopper guys that are number one overall picks that sucked ass. We All of us union busts. We're card-carrying members. We don't play with none of that rat shit, and we take care of our guys. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I Barnett, definitely know, you know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, look, this guy, he knows what I'm talking about here. Mr. Number One Pick, uh, don't really like how you, uh, you know, you guys are kind of going out there and playing good, but hey, who am I? You know, live a little, your mother, Marone, you tell me, right? Yeah, I played with a couple that didn't work out in Cleveland. Oh, uh, that's all right. Hey, do you know Anthony uh, Bennett? By any chance? Uh, Anthony. Oh, Anthony. I, I try not to think about Anthony too much anymore. No, no Anthony right now. Now, there, there is a premium union bus guy. A card carrier member, day one in our shop. He was in there taking care of the business. I, I love that kid. Anthony, good, strong Italian kid. That's why I love him. Mama Mia just... He actually, he actually managed to get a, a lobster contract when he went up to Portland for that wow. quick skin. A he's, 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 he's lobster fishing now. Let me it's tell you cool. something about Portland, Maine, all right? You want to be talking about, you get up there, you get in there with them, all the Irish little freaks. I don't fuck with that, all right? You want to talk about something good? Let me tell you something about the union busts. Right now, I was on an island. They had me way the fuck up there in Canada, all right? I was sitting there in this freaking dump called Toronto. And this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, brother... I got to get myself out of here, get myself back on an island the way my people intended and get myself, you know, a classic New York slice, get myself any of that choice stuff. And you know what happened? Boom. I got myself back to New York. You want to know why? All us union bus guys, we find ourselves a way to get to New York. It's it's just the, it's the way the union works. And, you know, I could put in a good word for you guys if you want. Terry, you in particular seem like you might be able to use our services. Uh, well, you know, for, for for the right price, you know, I'm looking for I'm looking for something, you know, maybe maybe a little more than a uh, little more than what, what what you guys can offer me in New York. I'm looking for, you know, Terry. 100, 100 million dollars. 
Are you trying to fall to the, the, the capitalism, dude? Are you gonna do that to oh, us? Wait, you gonna hey, hey, I don't us? want any of that Namby Pamby uh, weirdo shit up in here, all right? This is a strong union shop, boys. Let me tell you about something. Oh, you know what? We ain't even introduced our friend over here. Um, this guy back here, he's a ladies' man. Now, uh, he's had a lot of injuries over the past. He's been in a lot of brutal fights. I mean, he was up in, uh, you know, a high up on the mountains, lost a lot of oxygen up there, so he's not the sharpest pick in the shed anymore. Um, but he lost a lot of oxygen. This is uh, Daniel Gallinari. Uh, this is a large man. He sort of turns to you and he tilts his head slightly. His eyes kind of seem far away. Um, he's just sort of staring at you guys. I once saw this rooster in a profound DMT vision. <laughs> I, I know him and I know his soul, which is 15,000 years old, and I like it. Mamma mia, Scaramucci! <laughs> That's, that's that's all he says. Um, it does seem like he might be uh, a little bit slow. Now, all of a sudden, you see sort of Marco Bellinelli sort of uh, uh, scamper back in. Oh, my apologies, gentlemen. I had to go and fetch my, this from my satellite kitchen. Uh, I got to run through the Olive Garden when I come out here. We have a premium Olive Garden. Um, he sets down a, a plate, and it's sort of filled with uh, stuffed crust personal pan pizzas. And you can't help but think this must be how they did it in the old country. I bet you guys are wondering what some guys are like this are doing all the way out here, right? Uh, Bellinelli sort of looks at you knowingly. It's a weird setup, but we became a group of mercenaries, you know, based on what we all got in common. You guys want to guess uh, what it is that we all got in common? What is it? Well, that's right. We're all the anti-vaxxers. Uh, you guys should be careful about the kingdoms and the higher councils and what they're putting in your inoculations. Yeah, I mean, I have a rookie teammate who got a vaccine and he just wasn't the same ever since then. <laughs> I think you guys uh, might actually save him in the first episode. Dude. <laughs> really impressed. Did you put activated carbon uh, in in the pizza crust? Is that why it's black? Oh, mamma mia, I will never. This is a choice slice. Are you trying to bottom. absorb all the, the antibodies in our... In, in, in the, pills that we've been taking by using activated carbon and soaking them up and hurting their effectiveness? No, no, no. Let me tell you, we're just uh, anti-vaxxers. I mean, look, we, we gotta stay way out of here uh, because we can't go into any big cities or else, uh, you know, we get uh, very sick. But we know that that is just them poisoning us in the water uh, because, uh, you know, we all know diseases, uh, they aren't real. Mamma mia, where Jaylen, is Waluigi the Tony? Can you do a perception check right now? Because their their entire faces are like splotchy. They kind of look like they might have measles. That's a little do racist. The, do the but Union Busters yeah. have measles? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I can't observe the men do appear to be very sick. Uh, but they all seem to be functioning pretty well uh, off of the, 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 the good pasta fajoule. So all of a sudden, you guys sort of hear uh, uh, Andrea Barniani comes out of his house. Oh, my God. Guys, I, I don't know where Waluigi Tome is. He's gone. <laughs> I think the bandits might have taken him. Smart, you know this guy? I don't think so. <laughs> Waluigi uh, you, you know, uh, you know our friend Waluigi Tome? He's oh, one of did, our best friends. Did he He's go? Did he go guys. overseas recently? No, we were not allowed to go out of the country. We're on a lot of uh, uh, no ship lists, you know, because <laughs> they say we have a rare strain of what they call uh, Dragonella. 
<laughs> Especially Gallinari from, you know, what he did when he was in New York. He's got all sorts of, uh, you know, extracurriculars, uh, diseases, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, we got you. We got you. Gentlemen, we hate to, we hate to adjourn ourselves, but we got to go whack a couple of bandits up in the hills and go get our friend back. Uh, you know, so we're, we're going to have to leave you here. Um, you know, it's a shame because it seems like you guys were building up to, uh, you know, if you had any mercenary jobs for us, you wanted to pay us for, you know, we might have been able to join you. But right oh. now, we to take care of this uh, this thing we got going on here. Do we want to do we want to go kill some bandits with, with the uh, with the with the union busters that have nothing in common other than being not vaccinated? I mean, they're mercenaries and we're warriors for justice. Uh, why don't we just like rob it? I don't know. Some, I'm getting, I'm getting a good vibe off these guys. Yeah, it's part of, it's part of having the ethos of a, a mom's friend with nervous energy. I instantly trust these guys. <laughs> yeah, I already, I already announced our decision at a preseason game, so we're gonna be following them. Carries the man, dude. Let's go. Um, all right, so you guys sort of uh, you, you guys sort of follow um, the, the anti-vaxxer mercenaries um, at a safe distance. It seems like you guys might maybe might not want to get too close to them. Um, you know, it's a little bit of a stereotype that uh, anti-vaxxers are sort of uh, dirty and swarthy, but you 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 know you can't be too careful these days. Um, so um, as you sort of uh, crest, uh, you, you can sort of see uh, Andrea Bargnani sort of signal for you guys to get down, um, and you can sort of hear some 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 bizarre sounds out in the distance. Like it sounds like there there might be some yelling and some screaming, but you also hear what's something that sounds like the beating of drums. But uh, Kyrie, what's your nature skill? I have a plus two nature skill. Okay, so Kyrie. You sort of understand the beating of wings. You, you recognize it as that of like a an enormous, uh, gargantuan size, either like a bird um, or uh, avian like creature. It's not actually drum beating. It's actually the giant sound of the wings sort of uh, flopping back and forth. And it seems to be coming from up on the knoll where the bandits have their camp. You can hear screaming as well. Mamma mia, what are they doing to our friend the Waluigi's Giuseppe? We gotta go, gentlemen. So they all sort of like, they, they sort of like plug off uh, all up the round. You can sort of hear Gallinari sort of working himself up into a thing. Espetta Verdone, Morone Avancini, Forza Harambe. I'm just saying all sorts of like Italian words. Um, and they sort of uh, go up off into the distance um, over the top of the hill. Do we, do we follow them? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna follow them. We're gonna follow them. We're gonna take these bandits out. No. Okay, Terry. So t- t- Terry is, is is right behind them. Um, as you guys crest the hill, you can sort of see, um, you can sort of see like arrows being shot and uh, um, up over the top of the wall. But you, it's a pretty high wall. You can't really see over it into the bandits' sort of fortress. But you hear like this horrible screeching sound, like a bird. And all of a sudden, over over the top of the the, um, the wall, you can sort of see a giant, looks like a bird-like creature, but it's got the hind legs of a lion. Um, you guys recognize this to be a griffin, which is like a pretty dangerous creature. And it seems like it's uh, attacking um, the, uh, the the bandit camp, sort of pecking in and out. Um, the the, the uh, anti-vaxxer mercenaries are already at the wall, 
Um, and they seem to be trying to bust down the gates to get entry into the uh, bandit fortress. The bandits don't notice because they're busy seemingly getting attacked by this griffin. Can we do a perception check and examine um, the, the fortress? Okay. Um, yeah. So the, the you can see that it's got like uh, ramparts. It's basically like a, a big square. Um, it's got two big gates at the end. Um, the, the anti-vaxxer mercenaries are trying to break down one door. Um, there's another gate at the other end. Uh, it seems like there's four towers, like one on either side of each door, um, where there's like normally watchmen, but there doesn't seem to be anyone there right now. Um, it seems like they're all sort of helping out with this griffin attack. You can see like one or two of the bandits are still up on the wall. It seems like the other ones might have gotten knocked off or killed or something, and uh, they're, they're sort of shooting arrows at the griffin. All right, let's do it. Let's break in. Okay, so you're going to try and break in or climb up over the wall? I'll cl- climb up over the wall in a, in a stealthy uh, manner. Okay, it's like pretty rough-hewn wood. That's going to be close. Would, um, what's your athletics? Or acrobatics? Acrobatics is Either. plus five. Oh, okay. I should have been using that. Okay. Yeah, you're able to like vault yourself kind of up the wall pretty easily um, because you're like pretty cool. Um, Terry, you get to the top of the wall... And you sort of peek over, and you can see that there's a couple of like um, buildings set up on the inside of this uh, this tent. Um, you can see the Griffin is just sort of tearing apart one of the bandits, like tearing him limb from limb. There, there's a lot of bodies on the ground. Um, you can't see anyone that seems to be Waluigi uh, Datome, but you can see there's another archer on the wall about 20 feet down from you on your right, and there's one on the direct opposite side uh, of the camp from you, uh, sort of up, also up on the wall, shooting down at the uh, at the griffin. There also seems to be, like, two of the bandits on the ground with spears um, trying to poke at um, the, the griffin, but all the other griffin, or all the other bandits seem to be dead. I'm about, I'm, I'm about that life, so I'm gonna go through the door, or else... I'm gonna let Marcus be Marcus. Has... Alright, I'm... Let's go, baby. All right, Marcus. So, what's your play? You're gonna help the uh, the anti-vaxxer. I'm, I'm breaking through the back the door. door. That's... Or do you want to use a rage? If you go, or if you use winning plays, you'll you'll get a plus two to your rolls too. Yeah, dude. Whatever, we got a, we got a minute. Let's throw that on. Okay, so you so plays. using your winning plays, Marcus, you're able to smash down the opposite door pretty easily um, and get in on the ground. You've still got a little bit of movement left, and you might be able to make it. You could throw a javelin or probably, um, you know, you might be able to melee someone um, because you sort of took everyone aback with you breaking down the door. But the griffin is looking at you now. You've got everyone's attention. How how close is the griffin? You can't quite reach the griffin with, like, a melee attack, but you can throw the javelin at it. I'm going to javelin the griffin. Okay. All right, so you're going to... You let loose, and you're able to hit the griffin pretty hard for... uh, seven damage in the wing um it looks like it took a couple of hits from the bandits but they didn't do too much damage to it so looks like this might be you know the the griffin seems to be pretty healthy i'm gonna be uh engaging it with a dagger a long range projectile of sorts um all right wow so Kyrie uh, is actually able to hit the griffin um with his sniper um yeah, well, considering he's still outside the camp, um, it was a very difficult shot. Um, but he lobbed it over the wall. Dude, it's fucking Call of Duty actually, 2 over over the over the house into the backyard. He did throw mad, mad damage. 
He threw it over the wall. There was a large chance it could have hit Smart, but it did not. It actually hit the Griffin, who's the biggest creature. Um, so he takes uh, he takes a substantial amount of damage from the the uh, thing from the heavens, and it, it's a little surprised because it doesn't know what hit it. Yeah, that's my Iranian Fodger Five dagger. So. <laughs> Too well made comparatively. <laughs> Jalen, it's your turn. Hey, as the in the attack on Teddy Garden, I, I I picked up a glowing crystal or something from uh, the body yeah. of um, I think it was uh, Verno Christopher. I want to activate it. So you're you're able to work out pretty easily um, how to activate uh, the crystal, and it sort of starts um, pulsating. Um, very slowly at first, but it is noticeably and slowly getting faster. I wouldn't hold that stuff. <laughs> All right, I want to throw it at the at the Griffin. Horned up as shit. All right, so you're gonna throw your you're gonna throw the the thing at the at the Griffin. Okay. Um, Just start horny posting it if you keep. It, it, it smiley face, smiley face, laughing face. Okay. Um, you actually critically failed that, Jalen. So you actually. Uh, throw it, um, and it falls out of your hand directly at your feet. <laughs> and it seems to, the rough impact seems to have sped up what is happening with the crystal. Um, also, Kyrie is, um, standing right next to you, so this is very bad. No, I'm, I'm, I'm we're gonna try to befriend this griffin now. Uh, let's, let's, uh, I'm gonna kill the guy that's right next to me. Let's, let's go for okay. the sword. Okay, okay. Uh, we're gonna use your, uh, well... You can use your melee weapon. Um, he's also kind of close to the edge if you'd like to try and shove him off. No, let's go with the sword. Let's stab this man. Okay, so you're going to try and stab the... Uh, Alright, you do exactly one damage. To... <laughs> 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 um, or no, wait, wait, plus what? 1d plus... Uh... 1d8 plus 3. Okay, so you do 4 damage to him. Um, and But luckily, you're lucky that the impact of the sword... Um, sort of knocks him off the <laughs> roof, and he sort of goes tumbling to the ground, and he kind of hits with a sickly, like thwack. Um, but he doesn't—he uh, doesn't appear to be getting up anytime soon. Um, all of a sudden, you guys sort of hear the door burst open on the other side, and you sort of hear, "Mamma mia, let's go kill these guys!" <laughs> and you hear, "Holy shit, that's the Blake Griffin." It's a legendary creature. We gotta take it down. Might be worth a couple pennies. A little pasta fajoule, you know what I'm saying? And they sort of just launch themselves at the Griffin, um, doing multiple attacks. You can sort of see uh, Marco Bellinelli seems to be more of a, a spell caster, and he's sort of trying to get he cast a little bit of fire on the Griffin that does a little bit of damage to it. Um, and you also see uh, Andrea Bargnani isn't able to do much. He's his sword sort of just glances off it. Um, but you are able to see, uh, you know, wielding a great axe, Daniel Gallinari does a pretty substantial... He's able to actually put a pretty deep rend in one of them. Um, the griffin sort of lashes out. Uh, it actually critically fails, though. It actually goes into the wall <laughs> and smashes its head pretty well for about... It looks to be about three points of damage. Um, he seems to be stunned. Uh, alright, Smart, it's your Sam. turn. Yeah. yeah, so I'm still, I, I, I want to say I'm still in winning plays mode, but I don't know. Either way, I have uh, this sick, uh, hemp and rope that I stitched from my sick, uh, my garden of hemp plants. Okay. And I want to lasso, I like, I've come, I know I attacked the 
the griffin, but I kind of feel bad about it now. And I, I want to lasso the, the griffin with my sick Texas rodeo skills. And then I want... This is going to... A little bit of teamwork, so I'm yelling to, to Kyrie to mind meld with the griffin to have him join our side and I will ride him into our next battle. Um, I will I will I will awaken the stranger's third eye. Okay. Um, <laughs> um Kyrie, what's your animal handling? Plus five. Oh okay. Um it's still going to be very difficult. <laughs> um, Alright well first off let's see if Marcus succeeds. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, barely. Okay. Very barely. Um, so, Marcus, using your rope, you're able to sort of cowboy your way up and sort of grab, get get it around the griffin's neck. Um, you're only able to do this because it's still stunned from smashing into the wall, but you do manage so, to get so the rope uh, around his neck. And you said you, after that you want to clamber onto it? Yeah. yeah I want to ride this, okay. this puppy until the sunset. Okay. Um, you successfully... Climb on the back of the griffin and are holding the rope on it. <laughs> this could go so badly. <laughs> um, all right, um, Kyrie, so you're gonna you're gonna sort of follow behind the gate and then um, sort of awaken the third eye of the griffin. Yeah, I'm gonna tell him that uh, his internal strife that he feels it's it, it, it makes him feel like he doesn't belong in uh, either conference of the NBA, and he. <laughs> When I when I when I awaken his third eye, he's gonna know that the NBA is a battle between uh, Platonists and Aristotelians. <laughs> and he also does really good bits. Like he's, he has a he has a knack for the comedy. Oh, I you gotta be fucking it. kidding me! God damn it! Rich man's the new Eve. You critically succeed on charming the Griffin, and, and he is now um, under Kyrie's thrall. He sort of sees the Illuminati um, signs in all of uh, the villains he's um, encountered before, and he sort of takes off with Smarf on his back, um, and, and sort of draws near Kyrie um, to sort of uh, hear more of what Kyrie has to say. This surprises the the anti-vaxxers who um, have all sort of killed the remaining bandits. They seem to be caught up in a little bit of uh, attack mode, but you can sort of see them advancing on your newly befriended griffin now. What do you guys think? Uh, Do do you want to... Because if you don't do anything, it looks like they're going to attack the griffin. Fly away. (laughs) Uh, I finally got something to ride. We're going off. Okay, so... I'm I'm with Smarf. Smarf, you're gonna try and lie. all right, so Terry, you're gonna try and leap to the the Griffin. If if that's what our leader says, then yes. Dude, oh finding Belcor, okay. baby, finding Neverland. Okay, Terry, you critically fail. Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> trying to leap from the the roof to the Griffin. Oh man, uh, what's your acrobatics again? It's plus five. It's pretty high, right? Yeah. Um. Still, though, you critically failed. Um, all right, so you actually fall to the ground and take... Oh, not that bad. Uh, you only take three points of damage. But That's you it. hit the oh. ground pretty hard. <laughs> for uh, you're, you're, you're laying prone. You're not going to be able to get up for a little bit. Uh, Jalen, I believe it's your turn. 
Yeah, can I throw that spinning crystal on the ground at the anti-vaxxers? Yeah, okay, I'm glad you remembered that you had that. Uh, <laughs> that was also going to create a problem for everybody. Um, so you're going to try and grab it and throw it at the anti-vaxxers? Yes, their opposition to modern science is um, obnoxious. <laughs> okay. All right, so you throw... Um, all right, so you succeed, and you throw the crystal, and it's not a moment too soon. Um as you throw the crystal on a high arc and it actually um, directly above the anti-vaxxers, it detonates, totally obliterating them. There was an enormous <laughs> flash of light. Um, and you sort of are sprayed with the anti-vaxxers um, sort of viscera and other chunks of gore. Um, I need everyone to make a uh, constitution saving roll. I believe it's called a uh, thick tracked frame. This is going to be very difficult because there's an absurd amount of disease. Okay, so uh, Terry and Smarf have successfully seemed to have staved off whatever diseases were happening. However, um, you guys have both been infected with um, an exotic... Um, both Jalen and Kyrie have been infected with an exotic disease. I'm going to find out from the table which one right now. Seven and three. Um, okay. So, uh, Kyrie, you actually um, developed uh, a dry cum disease. So now, whenever um, you cum, it's actually dust. Um, this is all Brad Stevens' fault. <laughs> Sand dick. Uh, Jalen, you've developed what, uh, what, what lycanthropy. So um, you seem to. You're now on the full moon. You're going to be a werewolf. Every <laughs> game going forward. This is pretty cool. I can live with this. It is a very cool disease. Um, oh, also, I forgot to check the griffin. All right, the griffin's <laughs> fine. Um, the not get any diseases. Um, okay, so you, you guys have... Uh, the, everyone is dead except the griffin, who is now under your guys' thrall. Um, do you guys just want to leave with the griffin? Do you want to check for Waluigi Datome, who may be mad that you guys just murdered his three friends? <laughs> Let's let's check for him. I think he'll like us. I think he'll like us. Okay. So uh, you guys go searching through the buildings. This is a big find to find uh, Waluigi Jatome, who is bound and gagged, um, and sort of you can you sort of pull the rag off him, and he'll wah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use my insight skill. Using your insight, um, you're able to sort of understand this man's pain. Um, he's sort of been forever bound by the anti-vaxxer code, but he may have some misgivings about it, but is not able to express himself because he is, uh, you know, having such a hard time, um, you know, sort of uh, understanding what uh, what people want from him. And then that is truly his, his largest struggle. Sounds like you should ask for a trade. <laughs> so you're going to ask... So are you guys going to send Luigi on his way? Are you going to take him with you? Uh, are you going to... Uh, give him any supplies so he can make it um, in the in the cold world without his friends. Um, he seemed, he might have been cursed um, at some point, and that might be affecting his ability because um, all he can really say now is Waluigi <laughs> number one. He also has a distinct interest in uh, tennis and racing carts. <laughs> Dude, is he on the mushrooms? Is there mushrooms in this he, cave around here? He does have a substantial amount of mushrooms on, on his Shit. person. How, how, how can we break this spell on, on Waluigi, I guess is my question. 
if if you wanted, oh, well, I'm not. You're not really sure. Um, you, you you need to like take him with you and sort of search for the the, the the spell to break, whatever this curse is. You know, he has a long pink nose now, and he wears a purple hat. So it would be difficult to find out exactly what that curse would be, but it would involve you taking, you know, taking him with you and taking care of him. I vote yes. I I also vote yes. Okay. Um, all right, so you guys uh, sort of uh, you sort of load up Waluigi to Tome onto the Griffin, um, and uh, Smart, you you kind of uh, grown attached to the Griffin, and under uh, Kyrie's tutelage, you sort of fly the Griffin um, out uh, sort of towards the border um, to sort of uh, where where Connecticut, where you guys will ultimately begin the next phase of your quest. Our heroes have once again made powerful allies and now seem equipped for their inquisition in Connecticut against the Saxer army, armed with a new Griffin ally. And now, with the assistance of Larry David Bernie Sanders, they will have a powerful warrior at their back as they make the inquisitions to try and root out the Ring of Ur in William Simon's fiefdom of Connecticut and find out exactly where the Saxer army lays. But who is in charge of the Ring of Ur? Have the Saxers crossed the border? And will our heroes have enough power to stand against their might? Find out next time on Dungeons and Drag Screens.